Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Kensei, and you're listening to Kensei's Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Burning bridges, burning bridges, yeah. burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridges, burning a bridge. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is episode two of Kensei's Podcast, and I think today's title might be I Feel Bad for Your Mother. And we'll get into that later. He who shall not be named knows why. But. Uh, we're going to get into some things today, but what I wanted to start out with first is some, I think they call it housekeeping, where I just get this shit out the way. Uh, follow me at Kensei Abbott on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. And we've got new merch out because I got a new song coming out October 8th. October 8th, save the date. Hit me up. Get the pre-save link. It's on my Twitter, whatever. Search it up. But October 8th, new song coming out. We have new merch for that. On the merch page, it's going to be kenseyabbott.creator-spring.com. I'm working on the domain. I'm going to get it or not. I don't know. Whatever. But that's where it's at. And uh, yeah, check it out. We got some merch there for the new song. And we have some stuff still there from previous releases. But yeah, that's what's going on. And so yeah, just wanted to get that out the way. want to make sure that you guys all know where and what's going on. But uh, yeah subscribe to the youtube let me know you're out there hit me up message me a few people have messaged me out well more than a few people actually hit me up and said congratulations so thank you very much i appreciate those kind words um thank you guys for all the support that you've guys been sending me all the positive vibes um letting me know that you're feeling it and you know i'm gonna do it regardless even if you were like oh man this sucks you know but you know, why would you be listening to it? But anyway, thank you. I do appreciate it. Every little bit of positive reinforcement always helps anything. So keep that in mind when you got your friends doing things too, because they maybe they um, haven't been recording for 10 years and don't know how to set things up or whatever. And maybe things sound shaky. So give them some support, you know, give them criticism. It's uh, very important in the creative process. Um, and, uh, in other news, Lonnie just dropped a new album, a new EP. So, uh, you know, check it out right now. Okay. Yeah. So that was, uh, baby Lonnie's new track, Hysteric. Um, hit that up. Got the visual going on. Uh, follow him. Do all that. So today we're going to go into a few things. Um, the See Me Fall video was a topic some people wanted to hear about and have been wanting to hear about. Because that was kind of a big moment. And very cool video shoot um, that I was part of. And we're going to go into today why I'm now considering myself the gum guy. I'm going to talk about the 87 haul I picked up um, and shorts. Do I like them? I don't know. And we're going to go into some other stuff too. Obviously, wrestling's coming later. But yeah, so um, See Me Fall. Uh, 2015, we did the track. Amazing. Everything, you know. Um, and then Ro hit me up and was like, yo, let's, you know, we're going to do the video. This is what we're thinking. This is what I'm thinking, whatever. I'm like, oh, that sounds dope, whatever. Let's do this, whatever. Um, that sounds cool because he's trying to create or he did create 
this universe of wonderland and the experience of being in that while you're listening to him and everything that was going on in his life and um my life and um the music in general just a lot of stuff going on there is a one big like experience uh in itself but yeah so he's talking about the video we got with uh anthony polino put the whole thing together shout out to him and so the day that we're meeting up for the video we go to the city we're all going to meet up and then travel out to new hampshire that's where we shot it and (laughs) just trying to think about what i can say and not say but so we go up to new hampshire there's like there's two two or three vehicles and a truck and with like all the equipment in it and whatnot because this is like the real deal and we're going up and i've never been to new hampshire i'm from queens and i feel like most people from queens haven't been many places but queens or new york in general you know probably been to florida pennsylvania connecticut whatever yeah yeah yeah. but that comes with living in new york you're gonna go there but i feel like most New Yorkers kind of stay in New York because uh, yeah, it's kind of the best city in the world and kind of the worst city in the world. But anyway, that's another topic. But so we're in Manhattan, we're going up, we're going towards New Hampshire, and you know, we're in this van or crammed up, whatever. We get over there, and you know, now the stop signs start disappearing, the signs start disappearing, the lights start disappearing, it's getting dark. And, you know, the Wi-Fi is not, there's no signal, you know, none of that. Um, And we're trying to go off of what we remember the directions are and what the the driver, what he can remember and everything. And so we have to turn down this like little, it's not even a road. It's like a cut in between the trees. And so you kind of just turn into this little cut and you drive down for a bit. And then there's like a fork we choose the right fork at the road uh, in the road you know thank goodness and we go down this winding path and and the, this is just trees and darkness the only lights that are going on are the, the ones in the from the stars and the headlights right so then we finally pull up to this house in the middle of nowhere i'm telling you the middle of nowhere and uh yeah it was cool we started unloading i think the truck um hit like a pothole i don't know if that was when we got there when we were leaving but it was stuck um but uh we get there we start unpacking um and then within like five minutes the house is on fire it was crazy i don't even know how it happened um somebody lit something up and then just started going down i was outside with Ro, so we had nothing to do with it of course um but, oh, yeah, shout out to Chef Josh. Yeah, he was holding it down. I think he saved the day. I don't remember, but let's say, let's go with that. Josh saved the day. Um, but, yeah, then uh, after the first night set up, everybody chilling, eating, whatever, we had a chef. Um, and we start shooting. And it's brick, man. It's cold. It's It's got to be December or something like that. I don't remember. But it was brick. And so we're just out there and they have Ro in a t-shirt for hours just chilling <laughs> for this one shot. I think is when he's in like the glass box or something. Um, just in the woods just forever. Um, 
and we're doing we're doing all the different takes and different shots and whatever and uh, there's one shot where I'm pulling the body out of the trunk or I'm putting it in the trunk yeah I'm putting it in the trunk and there's a dude that's like we're in this like clearing of the trees and where I'm getting out the old I think it's a BMW or some old Mercedes whatever and a little farther off in front of me in this clearing there's another dude parked there and I see him it's like a an older looking uh gentleman from New Hampshire um beard all wearing all camo um and he's in like a like a minivan or like a, a soccer mom what are those things called freaking uh station wagon so I'm like oh this guy's sus um, and he's looking at us like we're sus because you know we don't look like we're from here um, so I'm just like oh damn I'm in New Hampshire I guess gotta be careful you know uh, not saying New Hampshire's crazy but you never know you're in the middle of the woods guy in camos chilling staring at you looking at you um, gotta keep your head in a swivel that's what they told me um, back in the day but anyway do the shot he minds his own business but do the shot get that out the way um they had a crane that was used for a few shots i think it was used for the when he was in that box and uh it was just a ridiculous setup and i was like wow they really have a crane out here but anyway something that was really crazy for me or not too crazy but something that was interesting for me was at the same time I was still doing that whole no face thing and um I guess I can go into that well like if you don't know back in like 2015 14 whatever I was um doing my thing on Twitter Instagram and I had a lot of photos where I wasn't showing my face and I never really meant for it to be a thing but I had always kind of done that like as a kid you know Facebook whatever MySpace I just always would have it like cut off or something so it was just kind of my thing and so now I'm doing the music and it's just a little bit more brand conscious you know um, and I just kind of stuck with that image of you know blending in with the shadows and being of the night and you know all that all those activities that come with that environment and ambiance is represented within you know the person without having to have a face it does i don't need a face because i am of the faceless i'm i am you i am y'all i'm everyone um but it was interesting doing the video and trying to receive direction about showing my face when i'm like no nah, i don't do that um so it was interesting but there's like you might catch a small glimpse of my face back then but yeah, you would never see my face really. But yeah, I decided to move away from that because I, I feel like representation is important. And there's a kid out there that looks like me or that his brother looks like me or something of the sort. And they are like, wow, he's like me. I can do this or I can do whatever I want or um you know so if if me looking like someone else 
or you know what I mean if that can help someone then I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna sacrifice whatever artistic um, means I was using previous you know because sure it's cool and they'll face whatever and I felt like it started catching on not maybe not because of me but it was it started becoming trendy and so it was kind of a good time when I stepped away from it but yeah I, I felt like it if I can inspire one person then you know screw it well let's do it um so I just kind of started showing my face but yeah that's uh that's pretty much the story there was a bunch of stuff that was going on that I just can't talk about but um that's pretty much the gist of it we were just out there in the woods for days and we had a chef he was dope there was a fire there was a crane it was cold as f and it was cool as hell and i met a lot of people and i um just i'm just thankful for being part of that because it was a very dope experience and um still one of the biggest you know visual projects i've done um I've done some cool ones. Shout out Daniel. But, you know, uh, it was definitely an experience. And I could probably go into more specifics if someone asks me. So hit me up. Um, let me know. Um, but, yeah, that that's basically, I guess, that story. I guess, like, um, you know, if you want more specifics, let me know, like I said. But yeah, there's some interesting news that happened this week in in uh, sports and wrestling where my boy hit me up and told me Mayweather and, and, and De La Hoya are supposed to fight. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about it. Okay. The, Mayweather doesn't need to, and I'm not a huge boxing fan. I respect it. Yeah, do your thing. But... I don't like I grew up during the De La Hoya stuff but I wasn't like watching it but Mayweather they're both great they're both legends they're both goats whatever right they, they both don't need to do this fight if they want to make a cool quick 50 million whatever the heck you know go ahead go for it go crazy dodge all the punches make it a little dance fest and or you know a technical boxing affair but uh, I don't know if that's what they want to do and maybe one of them wants to be a little bit more prideful and and try to swing for the fences and knock somebody out or actually just beat them that could be it too it could be all in competitive sport and that's great but i don't know yeah so um other than that we have some interesting things wwe wise with gargano and owens both have contracts up in december january in that area so now everyone's like oh my god uh is Gargano going to leave? Is Owens going to leave? Everyone thinks Owens is out of there. He's going to go be part of that AEW uh, Owen Hart tournament, um, which I'll talk to you about a little bit. But before that, yeah, Gargano, he's not going nowhere. He's NXT for life. And if anything, throw him on SmackDown or Raw in a bit and let him, you know, do his Daniel Bryan kind of thing where he's like the underdog or... I don't know. He he's just good. He's good at what he does, and I think he's chilling. Um, so I don't know if he needs to go. Cause where would he even go? What is he gonna do? Is he gonna end up on dark or elevation? Like, come on. 
Um, and Owens, I saw some tweet uh, yesterday where it was like, oh, he's going to take over the Fiend character. And I'm like, oh, because he's husky. He's like big bodied. He could fit that role, I guess. Throw the mask on him. And then does what does he do? Like the Mr. Rogers thing in a red red polo or whatever? Like, uh, I guess. But if anybody goes, I could see him going. Because he, him and like Sami Zayn, those guys, I feel like, just like Brian or Punk, they're like indie made. And they've done pretty much everything they can do in at this point over here so it's like why not go back but gargano i feel like he can he still has a pretty high ceiling not gonna say he's gonna be world champion tomorrow but he could definitely get on the main roster and get a belt tag team something i don't know i think he can do it um but yeah AEW is doing this whole owen hart thing where they finally were able to get with his his wife or his widow and use his likeness, use his, his name for a tournament, for an action figures, for merchandise, etc. And that's crazy. Owen Hart hasn't been part of uh, stuff like that in a long time. And so, because I heard that she doesn't want to be part of that. Like she wasn't trying to work with the WWE, not that she hates wrestling, but most definitely in my opinion, it most likely has to do with his passing in that accident when he fell. If you don't know, Owen Hart had, uh, this is right before I started watching, he uh, was coming out to the ring and they were doing some kind of zip line thing where he was hanging from a, a rope or something like that and it snapped or broke or whatever, falls, hits his head on the turnbuckle of the ramp, of the, the ring. So he's in the in the air, thing snaps and he falls into the ring and, you know, due to the, you know, the collision, or whatever you want to call it, he passed. But, and that and they continued the show after that. Apparently, they just cleaned it up, and was like, all right, uh, we're gonna on with the show. You know, this the show that never stops, right? So. That must have been crazy. Imagine your boy just and you have to go perform right after that. That's a wild ride. But anyway, so yeah, she definitely wasn't messing with them after that. And so, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of merch, bunch of figs, bunch of bunch of wrestling, bunch of wrestling for Owen. That's great. So people are thinking that Owen's having him as an inspiration would love to be part of that and win the cup or win the tournament, whatever. And I think that's great. I think that's a good idea, but I also think he's doing great here and he's fine here. And sure. He could be like, Oh, I need to get all this wrestling out of my bones and my blood. But I don't know. I feel like some of these guys that haven't been WWE champion multiple times and haven't been there for like over 10 years, they're kind of like, let me chill let me work within the structure it's you know it's not crazy i'm not having death matches it's maybe it's not as exciting for some fans but i'm i'm thinking of the guy that's been on the road for 20 years but 
just to get there and he's done it all like a Moxley or someone and he's like you know what I did all that I got here let me chill and some like Moxley are like you know what I did all that I got here and they're still not doing what I need to do with me and and the, the WWE that is and so he's like you know I'm out of here but I feel like for Owens he wasn't in the shield he was in like he was a big player in NXT no doubt but when he came to the WWE main roster some Kevin Owens fans gonna kill me um he he did his thing he got belts for sure he was he's dominant in his own way but is he about to have like a Lashley run or a Drew McIntyre run I don't I don't think so so I don't know it's in the year and I might I might have just confused myself and just contradicted myself with what I said but he could do anything he's he's super talented and I don't know I don't think they need to go anywhere if I was them I don't know what I'd do because that's a crazy uh thing to even say Naito's injured apparently he's in the G1 that's uh that sucks I haven't been following the G1 at all and I don't know why that is maybe it's because there isn't someone in there that I'm like oh that's my guy and I've been trying to find my guy or like my favorite to watch recently and um it's been hard for me for the past couple of years um I think it's Reigns uh, it was Moxley a while ago Ambrose but right now I think it's Reigns Braun Breaker gotta talk about Braun Breaker and before I say anything about Braun Breaker I'm gonna tell you yo when that figure comes out cop that cop two you know maybe cop three um this might be our John Cena you know to be who knows they might be putting the the rockets on them we've seen it before with other people and it doesn't work out but everyone's loving him no one's you know crying about his tie-dye singlet no one's you know everyone's crying about the whole name thing because he's a steiner but it's like what the f ever bro like let him they gave him that name let him rock it and let's support him like let's do it um it's what it is it's what it is not going to change it or maybe they will later but i don't think they're going to go on twitter and be like oh the marks are crying let's change the name yeah, I don't think that works that way. But yeah, they're putting the rockets on this guy. He's definitely going to slap up Ciampa and take that belt. Goldie's going bye-bye. Um, so he's just like a solid... I feel like I'm watching 96 again. I was watching 96 Raws. Like I was basically watching the beginning of the Attitude Era, which I had never really watched. Like when Stone Cold becomes Stone Cold when he has that promo at the King of the Ring as he's the ringmaster or whatever, and they slowly start rolling the the Stone Cold's out Stone Cold like merch or like attire out every week. Like one week he's got a vest, and then the next week it's got like a skull on it, and then the next week he's got his cowboy boots, and the next week he's got different boots. Like they're trying to figure it out. So it's really interesting to watch that, but. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like the NXT they're doing right now, and I called this, if you know me, I probably told you, I was like, oh, they're rebooting, turning it into like the 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 new generation, or whatever it was called, like pre-attitude area, that like colorful, 
um, very character gimmicky based um, wrestling stuff. And it's like, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not really mine, but I appreciate the the legacy of it. If that's what they're doing, it seems like that's what they're doing because you got this Braun Breaker guy. He's like someone that you would think would be in WWF in 95, you know, like a big dude wearing wrestling gear and he's slamming people around. And you got a few other guys like that um, that showed up. They got this one dude. Oh, I forget his name. Big guy. It was a handicap match. Do these dudes around like it was nothing. And I'm like, okay, here we are. 96, 95, 94. This is Diesel. This is Razor. This is, you know, um, Adam Bomb. This is uh, this is these guys. Vader. We're going this route because, you know, we know the whole story about them moving away from the small dudes. Which is, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's just very interesting to watch it right now. And I really feel like Braun Breaker is about to, you know, and I don't really put my name on things like that. Like, oh, watch, bet, this is happening, guarantee. Like, I never really do that. But something like this, I'm going to say I can see him taking that title. I can see him just holding it down, doing some Roman Reigns type thing. And then he goes to Raw or SmackDown in, in, in a year. He gets drafted and uh, rocket, boom, to the moon with this guy. And they just put out an article. Someone did. Um, forget who, Cultaholic or Fightful. Someone talking about how they're okay with talking to Steiner again, Scott Steiner. And this dude, uh, Braun Breaker, who is his brother Rick Steiner's son they sound just like a like like it's Scott Scott you know they sound all alike and it's like oh my god imagine him managing him saying some crazy third these 33 thirds and this percent of this you know like oh man let's do it let's do it I think they can make money with that it's just easy especially if you do it on NXT where it's like it's not that high profile and it's not going to matter that much if it doesn't work. As if it would matter if on other shows too. They would just pretend it never happened. Okay, outside of that, I need to talk about the effing Canadian Destroyer and the Sling Blade. I am tired of those moves. Can we do something else? Can we figure? And I'm I'm not in the ring. I know. I get it. Whatever. That's that's what's hot. That's what they do on the big leads. So everyone's gonna do it too. Nah, man. Let's do something else. Give me a front drop kick. Give me a freaking um, just do a running senton into him standing up. I don't know. Uh, just do something else. Running eye poke. I am because back in the day it was a the swinging neck breaker. Running DDT, Bulldog, those were your like comeback moves or like your stop momentum moves, right? Now it's the freaking Sling Blade and the Canadian Destroyer is more of like a, a wow pop moment, but the Sling Blade, I'm tired of it. Tired of the Canadian Destroyer. Oh man, he's so big. How do you do a Canadian Destroyer? Whoa, okay, we get it. It's losing its, uh, its, its uh, appeal. At least to me. Everyone else is going crazy for it. So maybe I'm crazy. But that's just me. Effie and Cardona. Effie and Cardona. We've seen it. We've seen it happen. 
and I, and 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 who called it? Who was talking about Effie last week? I was. I I'm not even trying to, you know what I mean? Like I called it. I'm like, "Yo, this guy's on." So he uh he was calling out Cardona online and they're like going back and forth. Cardona probably listening to the podcast. That's probably what it is. But anyway, uh they're going back and forth whatever. And then at GCW, Cardona is supposed to fight him in Queens. And he's waiting for him to come out, waiting for him to come out. Effie comes from behind, haha, rolls him up, one, two, three, takes the title, runs out of there. And Zack Ryder was the champion for like 3,000 days. I'm like, all right, does, does that count? What I don't know, whatever. But good job, Effie. Proud of you. Now just run this shit into a fucking contract if that's what you want to do I don't know Brian and Omega five stars I guess okay so I don't really care too much about the rating system I've never been like oh that's a this star match this is a that star match because what the hell does that even mean was it dope was it cool hell yeah was it not nah it was whack alright moving on I don't really care too much about the rate five star rating, David Meltzer, whatever. I'm always open to hear what he has to say, just like anyone else, really. If you're talking about it, I'm gonna listen. Not that I'm gonna agree or whatever, but it's it's interesting to hear people's opinions that have been watching for so long, because they have a lot of insight, just like with anything else. If you, um, oh, here's the point for the for the day. If you know someone and they're very passionate about something, listen to them about it because understanding how someone can be so passionate about something that you don't understand is going to teach you something. It might teach you about whatever they're into. It might teach you about how to communicate in a similar way about what you are into because maybe you don't have a good time of doing that. But the point is, you know, Connect with your people, understand them, learn to relate because you probably already do. You just haven't figured out in what way through their passion, especially because you're everyone's passionate about something, no matter what you think you're the most boring person in the world. There's probably something that you love so much could be anything. Talk to someone about their passions. Do that tomorrow. Homework for y'all. We got a... What else we got? Oh, let's talk a little bit about that triple threat main event on Raw last week. I think it came out the day I did the first episode. And, uh, wow, Lashley reigns in Big E. That was dope. Um... Very cool for a main event of a Raw. We don't get those enough, and everyone thinks, oh, it's because of uh, AEW doing everything. It's Football is also on right now, too. So, And basketball is about to start up, too. So it's like it's not just AEW, but it is and it's not. There's a lot of stuff going on. But, man, what a match. It was exactly what you thought it would be. You had uh, Reigns winning at the end with the pin on Lashley because because <clears throat> excuse me because at first you're thinking okay who's going to lose this it's not going to be Reigns 
and it's not going to be Big E because he just got the belt. So it's got to be Lashley or it's some kind of screwy, dusty finish, right? And so the whole match is going back and forth, back and forth. You're like, oh, snap. He's taking Big E out. He's taking this dude out, whatever. Um, and uh, Lashley ends up bringing out a chair and starts banging everybody up. Like, oh, boom, boom. You dead. You dead. Slamming, uh, who's he hitting up? He's hitting Biggie up. He's killing him, killing him with the chair. Like, ah, oh, you took my belt, you sucker with the boom. Um, hits him up and then he turns around, boom, spear, one, two, three. Our tribal chief, head of the table, reign supreme again. And man, he is doing so crazy good. Last night, Extreme Rules, I only caught the main event, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Roman Reigns, Finn Balor, the demon in his like almost blackface uh, demon mode. So you know he's about to go crazy, right? Um, they're doing a thing and like, I I like Finn Balor. He was one of the reasons I got really into New Japan back in uh, 2014 or whatever it was when AJ Styles was going over there and whatever. Um, but... The, and the demon's cool and all mostly on like NXT and with like those kind of that, that kind of talent but the demon versus reigns was cool it's like you know spooky guy shit but like you know mystical character thing so you know just gotta go with it but I don't know it's just like as you're watching the match and he's doing his thing, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I believe this is going the way it is. Like, how is this happening? Um, and I know he's like Super Saiyan mode when he's demon, but I don't know. It just looks funny. Um, the funniest part of the match was when uh, Roman threw him over the barricade and they're about to go into the crowd. And then he's like, oh, Paul Heyman, give me that. And he's like, All right, I got you. And puts a mask in his hand. He puts a mask on before he gets into the crowd. And so, surprisingly, online, everyone's pretty supportive of it. I haven't seen too many people that were like, oh, he's got a mask on. I'm, I was like, oh, good for him. <laughs> um, and if you can ask me how I feel about that, I'm like, yo, just put your damn mask on, bro. Let's just do it, man. Get it over with. It's not going to be here forever. Just shut up and put it on. Just, uh, whatever. Don't care. <laughs> But, yeah, so he put the mask on, beat his ass in the crowd, threw him back inside. And then something happened. They go, oh, the Usos came in and help him out, uh, help out Reigns, break up a pin. They're outside. Reigns spears him through the barricade. Everyone's down. Um, and then the lights go out, turns red. This music starts coming on. All of a sudden, it's like, dum dum, dum dum. Finn Balor starts gyrating on the floor. And he gets up. Everyone's like, oh my God, Finn Balor. Oh my God, he's, he's alive. He's resurrected. Um, and then he starts beating everybody's ass. Um, and it's still red. Music is playing. His whole theme song is just playing while he's beating everybody's ass like he's New Jack. And he gets up on the top rope. He's about to do the Coupe de Gras. His uh, finishing move where he stomps on this motherfucker's chest. Um, 
and he gets up there and all of a sudden boom the top rope just snaps and he just falls kind of awkwardly too but that must have been funny and like when he's talking about like okay so it's gonna fall and you gotta kind of catch yourself he's like all right uh because when he fell he kind of fell all over the place but to the point where it's like oh maybe he is hurt but that was a weird spot because i don't think i've ever seen that you know you've seen the ring collapse but like the top rope collapse from like a dude that's like barely 180 pounds all right okay cool so like what's the trick like what happened so then reigns pins he spears him pins him one two three um and then everyone starts looking up like oh damn god got me <laughs> like it's haku's you know dad or someone up there like holding him down um uh but yeah it's cool i'm looking forward to whatever they talk about like oh man uh god recognized he acknowledged the tribal chief <laughs> That would be great. Oh, God came back after Vince McMahon beat him. And he's like, oh, I'm back. I'm going to support Reigns. Uh, who knows, man. But that was very funny, very interesting. People hate it. People are hating it right now. And I'm like, whatever. I kind of just accept whatever WWE does. And I don't really question it too much anymore. Because I'm like, when I was a kid, I used to be like, oh, this is too much for me. I'm out. And I would tune out every now and then like uh, the the sex celebration with edge and lead i was like yo i'm out uh, or the when ray mysterio i think he won the belt uh y'all about to hate me uh, and i love ray mysterio but at the time um it didn't make sense for me when he was like beating the great Kali and like undertaker on smackdown i'm like yo what is happening and i you know i get it but i was just like nah this is not for me right now and uh I had to tune it out but now i'm just like whatever lily with the doll or alexa bliss with it whatever man um it is what it is it's it's like uh it's a mix of everything so some things are not because it's long as hell so some things are not going to be for you so you just you know tune it out or appreciate it in different ways and just keep it moving and that can apply to a lot of things in life just uh just keep it moving love what you love like what you like you don't like something just keep it moving my dude oh so let me just get into a little bit and i think i was supposed to do segments but i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna be the whole like hey and now it's time to talk about this we could let me know if you guys want segments i uh was thinking of doing segments but i kind of just feel the whole just talking thing too going into it but organization's always good let's see what happens but yeah, uh, I think I'm calling myself the gum guy now. I started chewing gum again because I think it's a good stress reliever. So you guys that don't chew gum because you're like, eh, I won't chew gum, try it out. Next time you're like, oh, I'm in a stressful situation. Let me just chew some gum before I get in there. It'll kind of distract you. So it's been doing for me. Um, another pro tip, going on a long drive, wear some shorts, roll them up, windows down. Enjoy that breeze, my dude. It's a lifesaver. And uh, that's that's uh, that's your tip for the day. But uh, other than that, I got a good amount of Elite 87 this past weekend. I picked up Asuka, Escobar, to chase Apollo Crews, um, and Warlord. 
I was looking for Warlord. I had to tell this little girl at the the Walmart. I was like, yo, because I seen it on the pallet. Like they had a pallet out and they had a bunch of these little crumbs around the pallet. So that's what you call a herb. Um, these little crumb workers just chit-chatting and not working. And I saw the that WWE box on that pallet. I was like, yo, let me see that. Open that up. And uh, found Warlord in that month. I was like, yo, can't believe it. So next time you see people at a pallet looking for something, tell them open that damn thing up. They'll, they'll open it. That's what they got to do. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's all I needed from 87. So now I, I don't really got to look for anything until 8, 88. Got to get the whole thing. Got to get the whole thing. Um, and if you ain't know, this is Fig Talk. Maybe that'll be the name of the segment, Fig Talk. But I picked up that Triple H that I was talking about, the Triple H uh, Jeff Hardy 2-pack. Came through. Perfect. Um you always get scared when you order from Amazon. I'm telling you, they be sending things in, in envelopes. Order a glass chandelier. They'll send it in, in in an envelope. Craziness over there. But, you know, you luck out sometimes. And, um, yeah, other than that, I think that's it. I think, uh, oh, one more thing I got to talk about. Man, um, Social media is such a crazy place, and sometimes I'll be on Twitter, or mostly it's Twitter, and you go under a topic or a comment, and you just start reading these things, and it'd be the dumbest, like, talk you ever heard in your life, and it's like, this is not new, I've been on Twitter since it came out, but it's like, sometimes I'm just like, wow, like, not even how old are you, but like, what is going on in your life that you have to be so negative or you have to, you have such an opinion on something that doesn't really need an opinion or, and sure, everything can have an opinion, whatever, but some things are just like, that's the hill you want to stand on, I, I guess, I don't know. That maybe that's just me, but sometimes I just gotta log off. I just gotta not. I you gotta catch yourself because I know a lot of people are addicted to social media, and that everyone is really. You just go on there and you look and you search and you search and you're not even searching for anything in particular, but you're just waiting for that next hit of dopamine from some video or picture or something, right? But just remember to log off sometimes. And I want to shout out Instagram real quick because I, I I hate on Instagram a lot. Because I just never really enjoyed the platform for what I've seen on it or what it enables or all that other nonsense. But I want to give them a shout out for the that new feature where you can hide your likes and hide your the views on videos. So when you're looking at someone else's videos, they won't show up. And when you post your own, you don't have to show them either. And I think that's so healthy because I feel like in entertainment, in music, in, in anything that you're doing, when you're looking for that approval of your peers or that approval from your fans or supporters or random people on the internet and you don't get it to the degree that you want or think you deserve, it can be like destructive to your, your mental health. It can be destructive to, to your well-being. So it's like shout out to them for realizing that 
if that's what it what the realization was or maybe just people were just asking for it but shout out to them for mm, i know why they did it um shout out to them for at least implementing that thing i think they did it because it promotes maybe someone like me to be like oh i'll get back on there so i don't like go crazy with expectations or um you don't like get tricked into thinking oh this is popping on someone else's page but it's really not but it just has the numbers to support it so you're just like oh i'll give it a shot so all that kind of stuff i think is is uh not dead but the people that understand will not be fooled as easily and that's important because uh you got to keep uh got to keep your mind open you got to keep aware you got to keep your eyes open keep everything open <laughs> Just be careful, because things uh things are flying in the air. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. There's also uh, Diablo 2 is coming back out on a remaster or something. That's dope as hell. I had Diablo 2. Shout out Naya back in like the fourth grade, fifth grade or something. You're gonna age me now, but uh, yeah, back then she had given out her copy of the game, and we just burn it. And you just play it at the same time as everybody else. You can't do that no more. CD keys and stuff like that were just coming out. Um, we had also gotten uh, Half-Life. Shout out Rose, who had given all of us a copy of Half-Life. And then we were playing Counter-Strike off of the same burn CD. Um, man, good old days, huh? Can't do that no more. But uh, yeah, I think that's all the news. PS5 still can't cop them. I don't care. Don't want one, really. Uh, do you guys want a PS5? I don't know. What, what what games would you get? I know a few people that are, just got one or trying to get one. They got a few games uh, that they're thinking about. But yeah, if you uh, if you want a PS5, let me know. I will not get you one. But yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll catch you guys next week. Yo, hit me up. DM me. Tweet me. Whatever. I'm at Kensei Abbott on IG and Twitter. Again, the the page for the merch is going to be kenseiabbott.creator-spring.com. I got a ton of shit on there. Cop it all. Let me know. Um, the link on the page is at the top, the Sword Saint logo. Uh, and if you want more, let me know. Hit me up. Burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridges, burning bridge, burning a bridge. That's my limit. I'm up in it.